0: BLOB TALK RADIO Get it.
1: All right, well, praise God. Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. I'll be your host tonight. Just want to thank everybody in the chat room and dialed in tonight. And uh, most of all, we want to thank the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that's one thing we endeavor to do on the show, no matter who calls or who doesn't call or who listens or doesn't listen. We're doing this to be a praise and a glory to God, to just give him 2 hours between the hours of 10 and midnight central standard time but we can just glorify the king of kings and honor the lord so whether we have a handful or whether we have a multitude we're just going to praise him you know he says if two or more are gathered together in his name he's in our midst and you know the the thing is is this there's a lot of people out there trying to build ministries build churches build uh different things in the name of god but what matters is what pleases God, what pleases him, what honors him, what praises him, what glorifies him. And you know, he said that he would make the church a praise in the earth. And so we endeavor here at Prayer International to be a praise to the glory of God. You know, just like King David said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, oh God. And that's what we want to do, let the words of our mouths, let what we meditate on, but the fruit and the production the produce of our lives bring glory and honor and praise to the living God. His name is Jesus. You know, we're here declaring that there is one true God in heaven and earth. He's Jehovah God, the Father. All right? And his son is Jesus
2: Christ, the Savior, the King. He calls himself the bread of life, the light of the world, the prince of peace. And if you know him, that light,
1: that substance, that peace will be evident in your life. And so tonight we're just going to lift up a prayer to the Lord, just to ask His blessing on the show tonight, and we're going to get into the Word of God and just listen to what the words of God say tonight. So Father, we just give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor, Lord, I thank you, Father, as my wife and I and, and Prayer International and those that are listening tonight, Father God, those that are praying with us and standing with us, Father, we just ask, Lord God, your blessing on the show tonight, Lord, that you would be glorified, that you would be honored, that you would be praised. Father, we hallow your holy name. We set you apart and we declare there is no other name in heaven and earth whereby men can be saved. Father, we declare, Lord, that there is no other gods. We'll have no other gods before you. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're the true living God. You're not made out of wood. You're not made out of stone. You're not some carved idol somewhere that can't speak, that can't hear, that can't do. Father, you're alive. And, Father, you listen to the prayers of your people. Father, you listen to the heart cries of those that are lifting up their voices to your name, Lord. And we are grateful. We're honored. It's a privilege, Father. To be able to come into your presence tonight To be able to come in the name of Jesus tonight Father we thank you for your blood That is speaking Father for every man Every woman Every person listening tonight Father we just declare Lord your healing power To touch them and their bodies We declare that by the stripes of Jesus They are healed Father we declare Lord God That you are the same yesterday today and forever And you change not And Lord we thank you Lord That even though heaven and earth pass away Father your word Never pass away. So, Lord, we give you the praise. We give you the glory, Father. We say come. Come, kingdom of God. Will of God, come. Be done in our lives. Not our will, not our plans, not our purposes, Father, but your plans and purposes. Be established tonight. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Well, if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. You can call us at 619-638-8458. You need to email us. We're at prayer at prayerinternational.org. That's P-R-A-Y-E-R at prayerinternational.org.
2: All one word, all ran together.
1: All right, praise God. Also, you can check out our website at www.prayerinternational.org. And we've got some videos, some daily devotionals going up. Um, we're also kind of broadcasting those on Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, Ustream, and blogger.com. So you can find us in a multitude of ways. And we're just thankful for people that are tuning in and touching base with us sending their prayer requests and their praise reports. You know, we want to make a hedge. We want to stand in the gap. We want to be faithful to do what God called us to do. You know, the Bible says that God wondered why there was no intercessor. You know, there's two things that marveled or wondered God. In the Old Testament, God was wondering and wondered why there was no intercessor. And in the New Testament, Jesus marveled at their unbelief. And so in this day and age, I believe the same two things marvel and wonder God. He wonders why people won't believe him, why there's a lack of faith, why there's unbelief. And number two, those that say they believe, why aren't they praying? Why aren't they standing in the gap? Why aren't they declaring the words and the will of God into the earth?
2: So tonight we want to take our place in the place of prayer. Not only in the secret place
1: but corporately with our brothers and sisters in the Lord and just pray. So Father, we just thank you again. Father, we ask, Lord God, that you would touch your people, that you'd raise up an awareness of prayer tonight. Raise up an awareness and an importance in the hearts and the lives of your people. Put such a passion in our hearts to pursue the purposes of God. Put a Compassion in their heart, Lord, A compassion in their heart, Lord, to reach out to people. Lord, we're the body of Christ, and you're the head. And, Father, we just pray that we could be your hands, Lord. We could be your feet. We could be your mouth. We could be your service. We could be your mouthpiece, Lord, to declare your goodness and to tell people of
2: your righteousness. So, Father, use us for your glory. Use us for your honor. Most importantly, Lord, draw
1: near to us, be one with us, get to know us, Father, as we get to know you, Lord, let's pray for that intimate relationship, Lord, to just begin to burn in the heart of your people tonight, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know... If you've been keeping up with some of the things that are going on, there's been a lot of changes on the website and a lot of changes in the way we're doing the style of our show. We've kind of gotten more word-centered. Not that we haven't ever been word-centered, but we're starting to just declare and teach the Word of God a lot more. Uh, Even though for a while we were having more of a talk, kind of an open panel discussion and just people just sharing and and praying, although we will be doing that throughout the nights and throughout the year. Um, the months to come, but we want to really just kind of lay a foundation. The Bible says if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? You know, so we think it's very important to lay a proper foundation in our hearts and in the lives of men, women, and children here in this ministry, whether it's on the radio, whether it's through videos, whether it's on a website, whether it's in our own churches, in our homes, wherever it is, we want to make sure that we bring the Word of God everyone's attention, bring the word of God into your home, into your office, into your life. And so praise God. We just want to thank our friends, Smash D40, Brother Joe. We want to thank Grace Orphanage in India. God bless you, Grace Orphanage in India. We thank you. I know know, we will uh, continue. I know last month we sent some support to you guys just to help you feed those orphans. And, you know, we want to keep doing that as the Lord permits. And uh, we just ask that you guys pray for us. Stand with us. Believe with us for souls. Believe with us for God's kingdom to come. Believe with us for those prayer warriors to be raised up out of obscurity and go forth into the darkness, into the dark places, and shine their light. And so we're praying for you. We're believing that your funding and your finances will come in. And for Brother Joe, too, whatever you guys are called to do, in the name of the Lord, we believe that God will provide as he guides you. He will provide for you. As he leads you, he will feed you. And so trust him with those things. Realize he is Jehovah Jireh. He is the El Shaddai, the all-sufficient God. You know, that's what that word El Shaddai means. It means the all-sufficient God, the all-powerful one which means there is more than enough in God alone. In God alone, there's enough sufficiency. So just trust Him to be who He says He will be in your life. You know, Hebrews says this in chapter 11. It says, he that comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. And you know, if you're coming to God, you've got to have a level of faith. You've got to have a level of trust. You've got to have a confidence towards God and a belief in God that he is. What does that mean? That you believe that he is everything that he says he is. That you believe that he is everything that he says he will do. You believe he'll do it. That you believe that he's able, he's more than able. The Bible says that he'll do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you could ask or imagine. So, whatever you're asking God for, whatever you can ask or think, trust God that he's exceedingly abundantly above, able to do way more, to do far more than you could ever imagine. So, we're standing with you. Take his word and stand on the promises of God. Kneel on the promises of God. However, you need to posture yourself, apprehend and get a hold of the promises of God, until they bring that inheritance, till they bring those spiritual blessings, till they bring that fruitfulness in your life where you see the salvation of God in every area, where you see the delivering hand of God come in in every single area, where you see the healing hand of God come in in whatever is broken, whatever is unwhole, whatever is torn, whatever is sick, Whatever it is, God can heal it. God can restore it. God can redeem it. Because he's faithful. He's
2: faithful. Praise
1: God. You know, Hebrews 4.20 and 21 say this about Abraham. It says that he staggered not at the promises of God, but he was rich in faith, rich in faith, full of faith, being fully
2: persuaded that he was able to do
1: whatever he had promised. And that's how we need to be. We need to not stagger. We need to not waver. We need to not falter on the promises of God, but stand strong, stand firm in those things. And we need to come to a place where we're persuaded, where we're confident, where we're unmovable and unshakable in the fact that God is more than able to fill all that he has promised. So get to know him. Get deeper with him. Get more intimate with him. Be obedient to him. The Bible says that if you be willing and obedient, then you shall eat the good of the land. Sometimes we wonder why we're not eating the good of the land. We wonder why we see this brother or this sister get blessed. Maybe we don't see certain blessings come into our lives. Sometimes we have to check the obedience factor We have to check ourselves, and uh, I know it's a cliché nowadays, but check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. We need to keep things in line. We need to keep things in check. So we just give God all the glory tonight. We give God all the honor tonight.
2: He's worthy. He's worthy.
1: Praise God. I want to do this, and I know you guys are all about praying, so... I want to pray for India, because we've got feet on the ground at Grace Orphanage in India. We want to pray for India. And so thank you, Brother Joe, for putting that up. You know, Second Chronicles 7.14, I'm reminded, and we, my wife and I were talking about this one today, when we were driving around, we passed the church, I think, or what What do we pass? Yeah, we passed the church today, and they have Second Chronicles 7.14 up. But it says this, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then, notice the word then, will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal all their land. You know, there's a process sometimes in God. And you know, if we want to see God's promises manifested, if we got to want to see God to hear our prayers We want forgiveness for our sins. If we want healing for ourselves and for our land, listen, we need to humble ourselves. We need to get the pride out. We need to get the haughtiness out and realize that if we humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, then He can lift us up. But we're told to humble ourselves and pray. Humble ourselves and pray. To watch and pray, lest we not enter temptation. We're told to seek His face. What does that mean? Run after him. Run after him until you apprehend him. Run after after him till you see his character, till you see his kingdom come, till you see the plans and purposes of God begin to unfold and manifest and take place in your life. When we say we're seeking his face, it means we're running after
2: him with everything that we have. We're in a lifestyle
1: of constantly pursuing God constantly pursuing his plans and his purposes with a passion in our heart. You know, that's what the Lord wants is for us to have a passion, a desire, and a drive. And then he says this, he'll hear from heaven. You know, Jeremiah 33, three says, call unto me and I'll answer you. He doesn't say call unto me and, and I might answer you. He says, I will answer you. I will answer you, God says. He says he will hear from heaven. He will forgive your sin if you confess your faults. He will forgive your sin
2: if you repent. And he will heal your land if you'll
1: trust him and you'll be obedient. All you have to do is be willing and have the desire. And then you have to be obedient and have the discipline to do what he says. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And as we begin to fall passionately in love with the Lord, you know, we get to a place where it's not, oh, I better not sin because I'm going to go to hell, or I better not sin because I may lose God's blessings, or I better not sin because the Bible tells me to. But it's, I better not sin because I might hurt God. It might offend God. It might hurt Him. And sometimes we are so far removed in our tradition and religion. We don't realize that we need to come to a place where we understand what grieves him and what offends him and what hurts him and what pleases him and what makes him happy and what makes him angry. You know, as you become one with God and he begins to reveal his heart towards you and his heart towards others and your heart and his heart, your ways and his ways, your thoughts and his thoughts become coincidental, one and the same, a unity. You know, Jesus prayed, Father, thank you that you and I are one and I pray that they might be one with you even as I even as you and I are one. Jesus' prayer was for that oneness, for that unity to take place among the believers, between them and God.
2: Where we become one spirit with God. Where his spirit
1: fills our lives to the point where we're operated, we're we're moving and we're being controlled by, we're motivated by
2: His Holy Spirit. And we need to get to a place in our lives
1: where we allow God, and I don't mean give Him permission, but where we open up ourselves enough and drop our walls enough, where we receive Him into our hearts, we receive Him into our minds,
2: and we allow the plans and the purposes of God to come to pass in our lives. So praise
1: the Lord. Well, I'm not really sure. I, I think I may go ahead and continue with the Ephesians. I know I left off. Uh, we read Chapter 4 last time. So we're probably going to continue in Chapter 5 tonight and just kind of see where we go from there. And uh, But before we do, I want to lift up a, a prayer for India. Okay, And, you know, we try to pray for the nation every night. Some nights we do, some nights we don't. But tonight I want to just be faithful in what we originally were called to do with this ministry, and that was to pray and speak the word of God for the nations to be open to the gospel of Jesus Christ. For God's glory to touch the four corners of the earth, just like the waters cover the sea, let his glory come. And so, Father, tonight we pray for India. We pray for every area in India. We pray for everybody represented in India. We pray, Father God, for every ministry, every church, every school, every orphanage, every person that that is in India right now, Father. We pray that they would all have encounters with the spirit of the living God. We pray that they would understand and know Jesus Christ as Savior. We pray, Father God, that you'd reveal truth and take the blinders off their eyes, remove the Faulty politics and religion, and some of the things that are going on there, Father God, just begin to unveil and expose and uncover those things that people would not be in darkness. They would not be blinded to the truth. But, Father God, we pray that you would open their eyes, that they would have a reality check, and they would understand who Jesus is, and that, Father, you would begin to tear down the idols and the false foundations of religion and the Muslim and the Hindu religions that are so rampant over there, Father, that you would begin to snub those and and turn those around. Lord, bring salvation to the Muslim people. Bring salvation to the Hindu people. Bring salvation to India, Father. We thank you, Lord, that your word is speaking. Your blood is pouring over India. And, Lord, that your spirit is covering them right now in Jesus' mighty
2: name. So we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. And we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor.
1: We give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. And we just thank you for what you're doing. For Cover India. Bless our brother at the Grace Orphanage.
2: Lord, just give him a fire. Give him a fire.
1: Give him a fire of the Holy Spirit that when he opens his mouth, Father, Your word comes forth in power and demonstration that salvation goes forth to the hearer and bless him, bless his resources, Lord, that those orphans might be taken care of. We just thank you, Lord, for Grace Orphanage, for India and for your people there, Lord. Father, right now, Lord, we just thank you, Father God, for Jerusalem, for Israel. Father, you said in Psalm 122 to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, that it would go well with us, Lord. So right now we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray that they would prosper. We pray that they would be in peace. We pray that you would just settle the Mideast crisis right now, Father, that you would cover the Jewish people. You would cover Israel. You would cover, Lord God, that whole area, Father, by your Spirit, that you'd send your angels as a hedge around them, Father God, and that, Lord God, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, would be recognized as the Messiah, the soon-coming King of Israel. Father, we pray, Lord, take the religious blinders off their eyes. Take the hatred out of their hearts that they would receive Jesus and they'd understand and turn
2: and be converted.
1: Father, we just give you praise for what you're doing in Israel, Lord. We ask your blessing in Jesus' mighty name. And Father, right now we pray for America. Lord, we pray that you would reveal truth, uncover truth, expose, expose, expose. Lord, we pray, Lord God, let truth be revealed to every blinded eye. Father, everyone that has deaf ears, let them hear what your spirit is saying. Father, for the uh, NWO agendas in our country. Father, for the things that are going on in our country, Lord, that you do not agree with. Father, we pray that you'd raise up righteous leaders, godly leaders, men and women that will reveal truth, men and women that will lead your people into safety, men and women that will lead your people, Father God, into those places, Lord, that you have prepared for them and Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus, raise up godly leaders, righteous leaders, holy ghost filled men and women in the area of politics and and Lord, even among the congressmen and the senators. And in the presidential cabinet, Father, and Lord, those even in the White House, Father God, that you would begin, Lord God, in a mighty way to begin to shake everything that could be shaken. That, Father, you'd begin to reveal truth, Lord God, and we pray that the kingdoms of this world, the kingdoms that are set up here in America, the sand castles, would just be washed over by the water of your word, and you would establish your kingdom, you would establish your plan. And, Father, we pray for men and women with integrity, Lord God, to come forth, and for those that have none to be set down. Lord, you said you set down some to raise up others. And we pray, Father God, that you would begin to sit down men and women that lack integrity, that are controlling and, and leading our nation. And, Father, that you would just remove the spirit of manipulation and control off this nation, that we would have our freedoms and our liberties like you set it up here in this land, that the Bill of Rights and the Constitution would be reinstituted, Father, in its proper place, Father. That Father, we just declare where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we thank you, Father, that your Spirit is coming and pouring and moving over our nation again. That Father, you're bringing revival and you're bringing a great awakening, Lord, to awaken the hearts of the people, to open their eyes and get them out of their sleep and their slumber. And, Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you're bringing sober-minded men and women, Lord, that have a capacity for truth and that are anointed to break every yoke of bondage. And we thank you for our nation, Lord. God bless America. Turn America around once again, Lord, and let us be a praise in the earth and not a stench to your nose. And we just thank you Father for the righteous men that are even lo- losing and risking their lives Father to bring truth out and to declare what's really going on. And we pray cover them, cover these men, cover these women.
2: Cover us and lead us Lord by your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You know
1: That's one thing we're going to do and keep doing is declaring truth and praying, trusting that the Lord will gather his people, trusting that his word will go forth and bear much fruit. We just pray tonight that you would sense and feel and experience the power of the Holy Spirit as you pray and as you press into the places of God, as you press into the deep things of God tonight through prayer and intercession. We pray that God would move and motivate your heart tonight
2: to do his will, to do his plan.
1: Father, we bless everyone. Bless the guests. Bless Brother Joe. We just thank you, Lord. Bless those that are listening by archive later. And let your word come forth in truth. Let your word come forth in power. Father, we just ask, Lord, that you would speak your word tonight. Father, you would declare your word tonight in a mighty way. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you've given us your holy word. You've preserved it for thousands of years, Lord, so that we could read and understand your heart, so that we could know your mind and know your will. We are just privileged to have that opportunity, Father, we just ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. I want to stick on the subject of prayer. And so I was reading a, a thing called Teach Me to Pray by Arthur Murray. And one of the sections is in Christ, in Christ. And, you know, if we're Christians, if we're believers, we have to be rooted and grounded in Christ. And John fourteen twenty says this. It says, when I am raised to life again. You will know that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. This is talking about that oneness.
2: Talking about that oneness.
1: Our Lord spoke of his life in the Father in John 14:11. Just believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. He and the Father were not two persons next to each other. They were in each other. Think about that. They were in each other. Even as a man on earth, Jesus lived in the Father. All he did was what the Father did in him. You remember when Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing and only speak what I hear the Father speaking. So this picture of Christ in God and God in Christ is the pledge of what our life in Christ is supposed to be here on earth. In other words, this is our example.
2: This is our example.
1: We must always live in faith that we are in Christ and yield ourselves to his power. So we need to walk with an attitude of faith and yield ourselves to that power. Then we will learn that even as the Father works in Christ, so Christ will also work in us. It's the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Not one like, but the same Holy Spirit So as the Father worked in Christ, because He lived in the Father, and Christ worked in the disciples as they lived in Him, their life in Him was a reflection of His life in the Father. But this did not happen until the Holy Spirit came. They had to wait until they were clothed with the power of the Spirit. So we need to wait. We need to wait sometimes on the Lord and allow Him to clothe us in the power of His Holy Spirit. Then by daily fellowship and prayer, he did in them the greater works he had promised. And that's the key, daily fellowship and prayer. Are you daily fellowshipping with the Spirit? Are you daily fellowshipping with God? Are you praying continually?
2: The secret of our power
1: is to be found in nothing less than where Christ found it. If you're going to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost, it's not gonna happen any different than the way Christ did it and that was by abiding in the Father. Abiding in his love, doing what the Father does, saying what the Father says.
2: And becoming one with him. So it's in Christ. In
1: Christ. We need to realize this is a personal call. It's not just a it's not just for the elite. It's not for the Bible students. It's not for those that are behind the pulpit or on TV or on the radio. It's a personal call. This life that God's calling us to is personal. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you. 2 Corinthians four nine says this. It says, we learn not to rely on ourselves but on God who can raise the dead. We need to get to a place where we don't Rely on ourselves.
2: It's not by our mind. It's not by our power, but it's by His Spirit. You know, the Bible says that unless the Lord build a house,
1: those that labor, labor in vain. Unless we allow God to do it, sometimes we can spin our wheels and spend so much time and energy doing things, and it doesn't go anywhere. And we're like, well, I wonder why nothing happened. Well, maybe God wasn't in it. Maybe God didn't lead you in it. Maybe God wasn't doing it. The Bible says that he's in us. God is in us to willing to do of his good pleasure. See, a lot of times we we get our own plans in our mind and we say, God, bless my plan. Instead of, Lord, bless me to do your plan.
2: Enable me to do your plan. Sometimes our perspective
1: is a little bit off. It's a little bit jaded. So when we plead with Christians to pray pray without ceasing, a lot of people decide that's impossible for them. They think, oh, I don't have a special gift of prayer. I don't have a prayer anointing on my life. But God says, pray without ceasing. It's, It's his call to every Christian. It's a personal call. It's his call to everybody that names the name of
2: Jesus. And there's no you know, arriving
1: when we get to this special place. No, just pray from the heart. God says, the Father speaketh such to worship him. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's all we want. You know, get to a place where you're in tune with the spirit and you're genuinely walking
2: in truth. What that means is be open, be yielded, be transparent. Allow God to use you wherever you're at. Allow God to use you wherever you're at.
1: Praise God. We just want to bless our sister Sherry at Prep Prep Radio. We're praying for you, Sherry, your son Andrew. We're going to keep standing with him. Just ask that God bless the two of you. Hope that you're being blessed and God's bringing uh, good Christian people around you where you're at. Hope all is well on the farm and with your uh, animal, uh, taking care of the animals, taking care of just everything there. We just pray that God has his hand on it and that you would just be led by the Spirit in everything that you do. So, Father, bless Sherry. Bless Andrew. Bless Pet Prep Radio, Lord, the ministry they have there. We just pray, Lord God, send faithful, able-bodied ministers to stand with them and carry them through their season. And to help them to do the work of the Lord, Father, we just bless them. We bless them right now. We bless all the guests tonight, all the guests that are tuning in. We just bless you, guests. God bless you. We're praying for everybody in the chat room tonight.
2: Father, we pray,
1: Lord God, all those problems with Andrew, Lord, would just subside. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you'd put your hand in the middle of that situation And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you've got a way to bring peace in the midst of the storm. Peace in the midst of the storm.
2: In Jesus' name. So, you know,
1: some people don't think they have a special gift of prayer. They don't have a deep desire. They don't have the burden. I'm just not burdened to do that. Well, you know, Jesus is burdened, and he's calling us to be burdened by what burdens him. And just because you don't have an intense desire to glorify Christ in the salvation of souls, okay, maybe you don't feel like you're supposed to be out there evangelizing or praying. Listen, it's, it's part of Christianity, and I'm not here to put a law or a legalism on you. But just begin to ask God, God, give me your heart towards the law. God, give me your desire towards those that are wounded. God, give me your desire towards those that are hurting. You know, we always hear that hurt people hurt people. And sometimes we see people in the world and their reactions to us and the way they treat us and the way they do, but we just need to realize sometimes they're just hurting, they're wounded. We need to ask God to give us the oil of joy, give us the oil of salvation to pour into their wounds, to bring healing and wholeness so they're not hurting anymore, so that they
2: can be free. Praise God. So God's good. God's good.
1: Praise God. Listen, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to get into the Word. I'm going to probably get into Ephesians 5. I say that, but I'm not really sure. It it might happen. It might not. We'll see what happens. But um, we're going to break for a little bit of music just so we can stay in the flow. You know, worship corrects your focus. That's why we do this. You know, the Bible says, look unto Jesus, the author and the fisher of your faith. Lay aside every weight and sin that easily besets you. And listen, if you can get into a place of worship, an atmosphere of his presence, and get an attitude of
2: gratitude towards God, okay? You know,
1: enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart, and enter his courts with praise. That's how we come into his court. That's how we come in through his gate. If you're going to hang out in the house of God, and I don't mean just the church, if you're going to hang out in God's atmosphere, God inhabits the praise of his people. He dwells there. He lives there. He moves there. He delights. He delights in his people praising him. He delights in his people worshiping him. Listen, real quick. Psalm 149, and i just got to do this real fast because I'm thinking about it. Um, I'm just going to kind of put it out there for a minute. Psalm 149. It It says, Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song and His praise in the congregation of His saints. Let Israel rejoice in Him that made Him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. See, God wants you to be joyful. God wants you to praise Him. God wants you to sing. It's just part of what we're supposed to do. He wants to put a new song in your heart. He says, let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with a timbrel or a tambourine and a harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people, and he will beautify them with salvation. See, God wants to beautify you. God wants to clothe you in his glory and his majesty. That's what God declares beautiful. And he wants to beautify you with salvation, transform your life into the image of Christ, conform you into his image, conform you into his ways, his nature, so that the product and the fruit of your life is pleasing to him. Verse 5 says, let the saints be joyful in glory, and let them sing aloud upon their beds. Verse 6 is one of my favorite: Let the high praises of God be in their mouth, and the two-edged sword in their hands. And we know that that two-edged sword is the word. The Bible says the word of God is sharper. It's living and active, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing and separating the bones of the marrow, the joints of the marrow, revealing the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So how are we going to know what the thoughts and the intents of our hearts are if we're not in the word? How are we going to have the high praises of God in our mouth if we haven't allowed him to put that new song in our hearts? That's how we enter his court. But listen, it doesn't stop there in Verse 7, to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute upon them the judgment written, this honor have all his saints. Praise you, the Lord. Do you know that in time's uh, coming, when he sets up a new heaven and a new earth, did you know that there's going to be saints that judge the wicked? That we're going to actually rule and reign with Christ? We're going to go forth and help establish and set up his kingdom in righteousness. And everything's going to be judged. Everything's going to be judged by fire. But God wants to raise us up to a place where we can reign with him and rule with him and be with him because he takes pleasure in his people. He loves it when we worship him. He loves it when we give him praise. So with that being said, we're going to pray for a song. This is Prayer International Radio. We're going to have a short worship set. And then we'll be right back. Praise God. Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. Just taking some time to worship the Lord. You know, that was actually Misty Edwards. And a song that we really enjoy called Simple. I'm sorry, it was called I Waste My Life. And uh, before that, we uh, had some worship as well. Um, Move on us by Sean Fetch. So, you know, that's our desire. You know, being at a place where we can pour our lives out before him. Pouring our lives at his feet. You know, some would call it a waste. You know, just like when that woman broke the perfume in the alabaster box at the feet of Jesus. You know, they thought it was a waste of a year's wages. But, you know, there's nothing you can give to God that he'll ever consider a waste. You know, everything that you truly pour out before the feet of the Father everything that you truly give to the Father, everything that you give to Jesus, every time you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit, listen.
2: Whatever the sacrifice, whatever the cost, whatever it takes, it's not a waste. It's not a waste. And God says he rewards those that diligently seek him. So whatever you sow into the kingdom of God, you will reap a harvest. Whatever you give to God will
1: come back. Now, it may not be finances. It may not be the exact thing that you give to him, okay? But it'll come back in relationships. It'll come back in prayers answered. It'll come back in blessings that you could never dream up yourself. Praise God. So I want to continue uh, with the study we were doing before. Which was in Ephesians, the New Testament, and uh, we're going to go ahead and kind of kick that in. Just want to bless our brother Joe, Smash Two Forty. Looks like he's signing off. But uh, Ephesians five says we're to walk in love. It says this: Be ye therefore followers of God, as dear children. Verse two: And walk in love. As Christ also loved us, and has given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. This is this God, in the form of Jesus, Jesus the Son of God, gave himself as a sacrifice. He laid down his life. He poured out his life.
2: As an offering. And see, he's our example. Where to Where to be
1: an offering. He says, "Walk in love, even as Christ loved us." He says this, verse three. But fornication and all uncleanness and covetousness, let it not once be named among you, as becometh saints. In other words, if you're walking in the Lord, if you're walking in the things of God, don't let uncleanness, don't let covetousness, don't let fornication, don't let these things be named among you. Don't don't even take part in it either filthiness or foolish talking or jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. So right there we're told to give thanks.
2: Give, give them thanks. For this we
1: know that no whoremonger, no unclean person, or covetous man, who is in that idolatry, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ
2: and of God. So we're told right there, God kind of
1: separates the wheat from the chaff. He says, look, he doesn't want unclean people. That's why we have to come in and get cleaned up by the blood. With the washing of the word, come in and clean up our lives. And then we get to walk, like we read yesterday or the other day, worthy of the calling that we're called to. See, God not only gives us the Holy Spirit and the power to forgive us of our sins, but he gives us the power to free us and deliver us out of our sin, out of our unrighteousness, so that we can walk righteous.
2: Christ is our righteousness. He says, let no man deceive you with vain
1: words. For because of these things come the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with him. He draws a very distinct line. He says, don't partake with the children of disobedience. Don't follow their ways. He wants it to be obedient children. For you were sometimes darkness, but now you are light
2: in the Lord, so walk as children of light. Verse 9, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. So the fruit of God's Spirit, the produce of it is goodness, righteousness, truth. For sin, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. See, we're told to reprove evil, to expose evil.
1: Verse 12, for it is a shame even to
2: speak of those things which are done in secret. So we're not supposed to talk about certain things. It's a shame
1: speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. In other words, God will expose it. God will reprove it. God
2: will reveal it. So we're not to run around and gossip and talk about what people do. Just let God do it. Just let God reveal it. Verse 14, Wherefore he saith, Awake,
1: thou that sleepest and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you life. See then, that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time for the days are evil. See, we're told right there, wake up, get get out of your sleep, don't slumber, open your eyes, don't walk around like dead people, don't walk around in darkness, don't
2: walk around asleep, wake up for the truth, God says, don't be fools. Walk as wise men, wise women.
1: Redeem your time for the days of evil. God has a way of redeeming our time. He doesn't want us to be idle with it. He doesn't want us to waste it. He doesn't want to be foolish with
2: it. Reprove it, redeem it. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of
1: the Lord is. And be ye not drunk with wine in excess, We'll be filled with the Spirit. Don't ex- obsessively, habitually, walk around intoxicated, unless it's by the Holy Ghost. Don't get to a place where you're so intoxicated that you don't honor God, you don't listen to God, you can't do the will of God, you can't do the things of God. But we'll be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves, verse 19, in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. See, there's three kinds of music out there that God likes, psalms, hymns, and then there's spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts unto the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So constantly we're reminded to give thanks for all things, always, continually, habitually. Verse 21, this is about husbands and wives, the next few verses. But then he makes a correlation between Christ and the church. So follow this. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Why submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord? So in other words, do it for God's sake. Don't even do it for your husband's sake. Do it because God says so. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject subject to Christ, let wives be subject to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave
2: himself for it. So we're told as husbands to
1: love our wives, Christ being our example. And this is this is what we're to do, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. Speak the word of God over your family. Speak the word of God over your spouse. Speak the word of God over your household. So it washes it and sanctifies it by the water of the word. Verse 27, that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but it should be holy and without blemish. See, God wants us to grow up and clean up.
2: He says, be holy, be without blemish.
1: He says he wants to preserve you blameless unto the coming of the Lord. Verse 28. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his own wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh but nourished and cherished it even as the Lord the church.
2: For we are members
1: of his body and his flesh of his bones. For this cause Shall a man leave his father and mother? And shall be joined unto his wife, and they shall two become one flesh. Verse thirty two, now this is where he breaks it down. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. So understand that. His correlation here is really talking about us being married to Christ, and Christ being the head, and us being subjected to him. And he uses the husband wife scenario to explain
2: this illustration.
1: Verse 33, It we'll wrap up with this, and then we're going to break for some worship. We're going to pray and break for some worship. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even heaven himself, and the wife see that she reveres or reverences, her husband. Praise God. Maybe I'll just continue. You know what? I'm going to keep going with 6 for just a little bit because it's only, we're almost done. And uh, this goes right along. So we're going to go to the first nine verses of Chapter 6. And then uh, we'll probably wrap up. I guess it will be Tuesday night uh, with the armor of God again. Children, so verse, uh, Chapter 6, Verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Father, we pray for every parent right now that has children. Cause their children to obey them, because this is right. Father, cause
2: their children, just like in verse 2 says, honor your father and mother.
1: For this is the first commandment of promise. Now realize this, the first commandment that had a promise attached to it was, honor your father and mother, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. Think about that. That's the very first commandment that God gave that had a promise attached to it. What was the promise? That it may be well with you and that you would live long on the earth. If there's people out there that you know that have a short life, they don't live very long, find out if they honored their father and mother. You might be surprised statistically how many people that had a short life did not honor their father and mother. Now, I'm not saying it works that way for everybody. But statistically, I bet you there's
2: more than not. Because the Word of God says so. Something to
1: check out. And fathers provoke, this is verse 4, fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. In other words, if you're a natural father or a spiritual father, your job isn't to provoke people but it's to nurture them and admonish them and bring them up into the things of God. If you've got a natural child, your job is to nurture them and admonish them and bring them up into the
2: things of God. Not provoke them, but admonish them. Nurture them.
1: Verse 5. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters. And it's going to be applied to your employee-employer situation if you're in the workplace, too. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and singleness of your heart, as under Christ. In other words, treat your master like Christ. Treat your boss like Christ. Treat your spouse as under Christ. Not with eye service as men-pleasers, Not with eye service as men-pleasers. See, we're not to just give eye service or lip service. We're to give heart service. We're not to be men-pleasers, people-pleasers, but God-pleasers. He says, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. This is how we're to live, as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Ask yourself. Are you living as a servant of Christ? Are you doing the will of God from your heart? Check
2: yourself. Verse 7. With good will doing service
1: as unto the Lord and not to man. So whatever you do, whether you get praise from people for it, or praise from men or praise from women or praise from your boss, praise from your spouse, praise from your children, whatever it is, do it as unto the Lord. Don't always worry about what you're going to get back in return. Because you might not get anything back. Then you have to check your motive of why you're doing it. Are you doing it to please God? And if that being the case, are you doing it out of obedience to God, whatever it is, so that He's pleased? And it doesn't really matter what people think, say, or do.
2: Knowing
1: that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, same shall he receive from the Lord, whether he be bond or free. And you masters, do the same thing unto them, for bearing, for bearing, threatening, knowing that your master also in heaven, neither is your respective persons with him. In other words, don't take sides, don't be partial. Don't treat people harshly. For bearing, threatening. Why? Because the Bible says so whatever good thing that you do, you receive of the Lord. But there's a flip side of that. Whatever bad thing you do, you'll receive of the Lord. So then you really need to watch out what kind of things we're doing. What kind of words we're speaking. How we're living. How we're treating people. What we're doing.
2: This is the Bible. We say we want to serve them and
1: we believe that the Bible's true. Well, this is part of it. So with that being said, I'm going to say a prayer, and then we're going to break through a song. And I think we're going to wrap it up. Praise the Lord. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for Ephesians, Lord. Father, you told us to be followers of God, Lord, to walk in love. Father, for us to give ourselves as a sacrifice and an offering. Lord, you told us to flee fornication, to flee covetousness, to not be uh, filled with filthiness or foolish talking or jesting. Father, you told us to not walk unclean or covetous, but to be idolaters, but to partake of our inheritance in the kingdom of God. We thank you, Father God. Lord, you told us not to let any man deceive us with vain words, to not be partakers with them. The Lord, when we're in darkness, to walk his children of light. Father, we thank you for the fruit of the Spirit, bearing goodness, righteousness, and truth, proving what is acceptable to the Lord. Father, we declare we'll have no fellowship with darkness. Father, we won't talk about the things done in secret because you're going to bring them to life. Father, wake up your people. Wake us up, Father. Lord, we would not walk as fools but wise. Lord, help us to redeem the time because the days are evil. Help us to not be drunk. Help us to be sober-minded. Help us to be filled with your spirit and walk and speak in those psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Father, we thank you, Lord God that you're wanting us to give thanks. Father, we pray for husbands and wives right now that they would submit to each other in the fear of the Lord, that they would be sanctified by the washing of the water of the word and your church might be sanctified by the washing of the water of the word. Father, cause men to love their wives, cause women to respect their husbands. And Lord, we just pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that you'd manifest your word. Father, we thank you, Lord God, even when it comes to the in the workplace. And whatever we do for people, it would really be done for you and under your glory and not worry about what people think say or do. And we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Listen, if you're just tuning in or have been tuned in, this is Prayer International Radio. We're gonna break for a song and then we'll be right
2: back. the Voice, it's the
0: voice of the one I love. He's calling my name. I hear you calling me. join! you are fun.
3: is ever
1: All right, well, praise God, we're back. Just wanted to take some time. We're just going to wrap up in prayer tonight and just cover some of the needs, some of the requests that came across in the chat room. Um,
2: All right, praise God. Well, let's do this.
1: All right, well, Father, right now, Lord, we just thank you. Father, we just ask your blessings upon Pat, Lord which is actually my mother-in-law. And we just ask, Father God, that you just draw her closer to you. Father, heal her in her body, Father, from every infirmity. We just thank you, Lord God, that you're moving on her behalf, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit and by your blood, Lord God, you're speaking healing over her life. Father, right now we just lift up Rhonda in New Orleans. Father, we pray for her to just have a deeper walk with you, Father, for your kingdom to come and your will to be done. Father, we pray, Lord God, for Zoe and Adam. Lord, we just bless Adam right now. Father, we ask, Lord God, that you help him in his identity. Father, encourage him, strengthen him, reveal yourself to him in a mighty way. Lord, right now we just pray for Carolyn in uh, Mesquite, Texas. We just pray, Lord God, that you touch her in her body, heal her from this cancer. Father, we pray, Lord God, for Carol's mom in Mesquite. Lord, we pray, Lord God, that you would just touch her, Father, from this uh, skin Uh, type cancer father we just declare lord every knee will bow every tongue confess that jesus christ is lord and that includes cancer father so we thank you lord god that you have a deliverance and a freedom help them to get the help that they need father help them to give them the resources uh, as we've seen some resources tonight that our sister provided online so we just thank you for that lord and we just pray that we can point people in the right direction Father, we also ask, Lord God, pray for Tracy. Lord God, bless her. Lord, your kingdom come. Your will be done in her life. And we just thank you, Father God, for uh, our sister Sherry, Lord, and her son Andrew. Lord, bless them in Jesus' name. Father, we just pray right now, Lord God, for everybody that's reaching out here at Prayer International, asking for prayer. Father, you know the different requests that have come in. Father, we just pray, Lord, your kingdom come. Your plans and purposes be established. Your will be done, Father, just as it is in heaven, Lord. Let it be in the earth. Father, we just give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, Lord. Thank you for the privilege it is to pray for others, Lord. And Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're speaking. We ask that you would hide your word in our hearts, Lord, so that we don't sin against you, Lord. We just give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, if you're just tuning in or been tuned in, this is Prayer International Radio. We're going to wrap it up for the night and close out with praise. Just want to thank you for taking the time to worship with us, pray with us, praise with us, prayer request, praise report. Whatever you gave, whatever you contributed, we're just thankful for it. Just ask the Lord would bless you and keep you and make His face to shine upon you. that Let the light of His countenance be lifted up upon you and His peace
2: be in your life. We just thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Days will come when you don't have the strength. All you hear is you're not worth anything Wondering
3: if you ever could be loved
0: And if they truly saw your heart They'd see too much You're beautiful You're beautiful You're made.